You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Hello everybody and welcome to After the Show episode number 14. It's Sunday, April the 20th and this week we're going to be looking at the superb movie. Sid Talk's pulling a funny face. <laughs> One Missed Call. This is a 2008 movie. Uh, it was released on DVD on April the 22nd, or, or it will be released on April the 22nd. It's a Blu-ray movie. It's available on DVD and Blu-ray, but we're taking a look at the Blu-ray version from our friends at Warner Brothers. And it's One Missed Call, based on a 2003 Japanese movie called, I'm going to butcher this one, Chakuzin Ari. I might be right there. Chakuzin Ari. Okay, so uh, here's Sid Talk with the synopsis. What do you think of this one? Oh, what is this one about? Synopsis. Well, I guess you can say it, uh, you can kind of cover it with the Australian title, which is, Don't Pick Up the Cell Phone! (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) It's very self-explanatory. It is a story about, um, cell phone rings, young, oh, let me put it this way, young, 20-something, college student, 20, their cell phones ring, and they hear themselves uh, right before they die in the future sometime. And the heart of it is there is abuse involved and child abuse and a, uh, some kind of psychological... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it except that. It's like a teen-ish thriller. Like, um, <clears throat> is there any movies that you... I've seen that I like it because there are for me. Oh, there's loads of them. Not like it, but the same formula where you've got a a lineup of characters who are basically disposable. One main character who is the person you sort of get endeared to, right? And then there is the outsider person who has some authority in some matter, in some way. And then they kind of jump on board to somehow protect or in the end, come to the rescue. And let's um, say it's a PG-13 yeah, no blood. horror movie. No blood. Um, there was even a knife through a door and an eyeball, and there was no blood. Yeah, it's 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 a watered-down horror movie. It's more creepy than gory. In fact, not gory it at all. It has some Just of those creepy. creepy images, you know, like in the ring, you know, when the, she's crawling oh, the out of the... Yes. Well, there's just a couple, but it's not done. It's it doesn't done. scare me, so. No. But anyway, we're not, we're not, that's not what we're talking about no. right now. No, synopsis, short thing short is. Short synopsis, creepy, Japanese-inspired. If your cell phone calls you with the sound of your death, and it's. Uh, and hip 20-somethings. Yeah, but not totally. I give it a little bit of credit, but we'll get on to that in a okay. minute. Okay, so, well, let's start off with the movie then. Okay. Um, which is different to the synopsis. Yeah, <laughs> not very much. But with this movie, it's hard. I suck to... at synopsis because I don't. No, you saw synopsis was pretty good. Okay. The movie, um, based Formula. on based on a Japanese movie, which I've just mentioned by a, Takashi Mike, which is one of the Japanese one of Japan's biggest horror directors. He's huge there. He's like um, Sam Raimi would be here with these Evil Dead series, or right. So he is, he's absolutely huge. What was the last movie we saw from him? From Takashi Mike. Mm-hmm. Itchy the Killer? Mm-hmm. But you didn't see I it. don't think so. I don't know if it's Itchy or Aichi or what, but anyway. It's a really, really gory... It's Japanese, it's like, Itchy! It's really gory. Ah. Most things by Takashi Mike are gory. Well, I've just been reading about him, he's renowned in the horror industry. 
Eli Roth put him in Hostel just because he admires him so much and that's the kind of movie he was trying to emulate, you know, with Hostel. Sort of that realistic gore with the kind of mystical like, touch. I know to this movie, Old Boy isn't the movie that Takashi Mike has done, but it's that kind of movie. It's kind of... Old Boy was not horrific. It was quite... It's quite strange. It's pretty in-depth, that movie. So I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't lump that in the same category. Well, It's Your Killer and Old Boy remind me of the similar kind of movies. I've mm. seen them both. I've seen Old Boy. But anyway, Takashi Mike is nothing to do with this movie because the director of this movie, which is the American version of Chakuzi Nari, um, didn't even watch the original, right? Right. Uh, and he told the cast not According to watch According to IMDb. It. He told the cast not to watch it either. And I've not seen the original, so we can't comment. But anyway, this is one missed call, the American version of that movie. Um, It's pretty typical of an American version of anything. Yes. I mean, the story is trying to be, obviously, it's somebody, whoever wrote it, trying to be timely. Or, you know, so like modern. Cell phones. Yeah, death is chasing you down through the cell phone. Some kind of uh, tortured spirit person has died and now they're... They're leaking through to the cell phone, and if you get a call and like Final you hear Destination, yourself. there's one where death. Um, yeah, but you know, you know I liked coming. Final Destination. I liked Final good. Destination. It was uh, I different. It. I mean, it was the same but different, same kind of thing. This movie, particularly, has the same. They lay it out for you. Someone says near the beginning, "All oh, the cell phones are are ringing, and it's the dead." person in the future calling you and then I we're going to be next. You know what I mean? They I actually, explain it to you I in the dialogue. Like which about, drives me crazy. There was a lot of that. Um, totally. Oh, why don't we go to the such a place? Because blah, blah, blah. Like, so you're kind of, oh. Exactly. Right. They Even explain it to know. you. Now, yeah. there are moments when they don't and I liked. I mean, I did like the lead girl. Uh, which I know we'll talk about the cast in a minute. But I liked her and even Ed Burns. There were a couple of moments when they... For some reason, they didn't seem to fit in this movie. So overall, the movie, though, was pretty cookie-cutter. Yeah, and script is really heavy-handed. It's kind of... Oh, very. It's all. Preachy. It's so laid, laid on, like, you don't have to think about anything. The psychology of child abuse and the psychology of... There's, no, the... there's nothing to leave to your imagination, really. Nothing. 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 No. And you pretty much know what's coming before it comes. From the beginning, because of the, you know, I even mean, they do. <laughs> you know the, you know the layout, you know. You do, but I mean, there isn't any. Oh my god. No, none at all. Not for me, anyway. I'm, no. I'm sure maybe. I think it was. I think the one little twist you're supposed, supposed to, to but right, it doesn't. Yeah, I just went. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. So, we might sound like we don't like this movie, right? Okay, I, I was watching it with. Open mind, closed mind. Open mind. Okay. I was watching it. I was watching it thinking, I've seen this movie before, I swear I've seen it before. Not this movie, but I've... I was talking about The Invisible the other day. Yeah. It's a movie... The Invisible was another movie we reviewed a few months ago. But um, it feels like a movie you've already seen, and you know you're not going to get a surprise or anything. You're not going to come out of it going, oh, I was pleasantly surprised. You kind of know, like, in the first ten minutes, okay, I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. And that's it. Like. And the thing is, it kind of sticks in my throat now, all this bullshit. Every single movie that you see of this type and this time frame or whatever, or this um style, it's like you can hear the casting call, the casting director saying, okay, we need a hot, sexy uh, girl that's going to pop off the screen and she's going to have to be super, you know, fit and 
every single person is like that. And it's like, oh my God, you know, give me a break. And it always yeah. ends up being, and no, no, nothing against the lead girl. Cause I really actually liked her a lot. But, I mean, it's always, <laughs> and you pulled a face, kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> no, I liked her, but I'm just so sick of that. Let's just have some, no, I don't know. But, yeah, it's... I agree with you. It's a repeat of many, many other movies. For me, it's a movie I've seen, it's a movie that come on HBO and I'm sat watching and I'll watch it, but I didn't gain anything from watching it. Yeah, it's not a classic no. It will not be something that people look back on. It doesn't stand out. It doesn't have any kind of doesn't. innovation or any... It doesn't even have a touch of creepiness that will linger with me. You know, like, Hostel wasn't fantastic, but it's one of those movies that stands it's out in your mind. Exactly. One. And it is creepy. And the, the idea, idea of, of this one, like, we... Sh- you know... I you, don't even 100% get it because well, I don't get... People have cell phones. We all have cell phones. We all answer cell phones. <laughs> The, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the guy who comes in as the reality exorcism guy, you know, at some point they already throw they throw a reality show in there too, and in the beginning of their little show, somebody some guy's saying, you know, that the spirits can manifest themselves in any manner, including electricity, and that that they can also be manifest in our our technology like and our cell phones. I mean, it's like he's explaining to you, like, because you're sitting there going, "Oh my god, this is such bullshit," but he's telling you, "Oh no, no." We have a logical explanation. I'm like, uh. of course, the, of course, the devil can come in yourself. Yeah, and there's no explanation for it. There's no like, I want. I mean, I don't need everything explained to me in every movie, even uh, subtly or unspoken. I just like to know origins of creepy myths and legends and kind I'm, of like I'm where this... something comes from. I don't necessarily need a resolution in the end, but I want to know the. The origin of this weird but, spiritual thing. But what I was getting as is we all answer cell phones. So we should have a connection to this. Like, oh, that would be creepy. But maybe we should put that ringtone that they use in the yeah. movie on our cell phone Definitely. and see if it freaks us out. I'm sure you could night. probably download that if uh, you go there. You can, oh, right. It. But anyway, yeah, it's a creepy... Well, it's not really a creepy ringtone. It sounds like It's a, a little creepy. It sounds like, you know, the... Yeah, it's... Dun, dun, dun. Well, you know the... Ringtone that everybody uses, the diddly or whatever that one, yeah. the Verizon one. It just sounds like a, a, the one that they didn't use from that. I don't know. It's got that weird... Mm. Like a like a jewelry box that yes, winds up. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But um, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If they... Um, now, I'll tell you this about the movie. The things I did like, right? Some of the sets were actually really good. I liked the realistic set... Where the girls lived was really good. None of it was... I mean, the burned-up hospital was a bit over the, the top, up, I was but... just going to say, the burned-up hospital was just like... You know what it felt like to me? I was playing Silent Hill, <laughs> and there was the creepy hospital level. It felt like, here's, yeah. here's something that's completely set up. The yeah, lights are perfectly placed, everything. Completely, but I did like the... Where the girls lived, and the couple other of the houses they were in were good. Hmm. You know, I mean... I just felt like there were some things that were done really well. Like it was, uh, it was there's mo- a lot of detail in what you're looking and at. And a lot of dark, moody, rainy scenes as yeah. well. Which are typical. <laughs> yeah, and the performances, if we move on to moving the people. On, moving on to the cast, we've got Shannon Sozamond as yeah. Beth Raymond. She's the main girl. Yeah, and, and I kept thinking I'd seen her before. But. She was in, yes, you have seen her before. She, she reminds me of the girl from the Cosby Show. No, but she's not. Her. No, <laughs> she was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She was uh, had the colored hair. She was the one that 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diet fell on kiss, the floor. Kiss, Bang, Bang was a movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Right. And it she, was really good. She had the pink hair, I think, and died, fell on the floor. Yeah, and he was like, I'm really sorry. Did we just spoil that movie? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler, uh, spoiler alert. alert. That's a different movie, though, so. And she's been on, like, Law and Order and stuff. And uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights. I uh, Hate You. Um, she's been lots of stuff. She's, she's, she's not anonymous famous, all right? She's on TV in the series Dirt. With yeah. the chick from Friends. She's not that... She's just... Yeah. But I really liked her. I actually really liked her. I, I was didn't, looking at her. didn't like her at all. I didn't find her to be that obnoxious uh, like a lot of them. I felt she delivered... See, me, personally, I didn't like her at all. And I thought... I didn't believe anything she was saying. Like, I, I just oh, thought I she was reading off a page. Like I disagree. I liked her the most. See, and I didn't. So disagree there on that Yeah, one. when you say you watch this movie with an open mind... I think it's not probably true. I know I did. No, that is not true. Edward Burns as Jack Andrews. All I could think about this guy was... The page is gone. Where are you Put this in the middle. All I could think about this guy was... What was he thinking? You know, the last time I Edward saw him... Burns. Yeah, the last time I saw him He's... was in 15 minutes, which wasn't bad. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. I was going to say, Edward Burns... He's... In, at one time in his career, I seen him as a really big actor. Like potentially, you know, he never was, never, never did really, anything. No, not like Edward Norton. Like he went on to be right. But, so, what's but he you been did doing? see Edward Burns all over the place. Like you always used to think, oh, Edward Burns, yeah, I like him. I don't think he was in very much at all. Oh, he was. Oh, look at that. He okay. was. He was a lot. He was in a lot of movies in the nineties. I, I mean, think, I, I, I remember seeing him in lots of stuff, I even if it was only HBO straight to mo- video. Okay, well, I didn't watch HBO, so yeah. I'm saying I, d- I disagree. I saw him in 15 minutes and then maybe one or two others. He's been in 20 films. And so it's been a long time, and I remember thinking, when this movie started, and I thought, <laughs> I actually thought in some scenes, I could see on his face almost the thought in the back of the actor's mind, like, oh, God, this is really crap. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, Edward Burns spans from, like, the Brothers McMullen, which was the first one I saw him in, which was in 1995. Saving Private Ryan, obviously. Um, 15 Minutes was 2001 as the fire marshal guy. Uh, Lethargy. Um, doesn't sound Life familiar. or something like it. That one sounds familiar. Confidence, Looking for Kitty, a bunch of Will and Grace episodes, A Sound of Thunder, which was terrible. (laughs) That was an HBO one I saw. The Groomsman, which was terrible. Saw that on HBO. (laughs) The Holiday, I saw that one on HBO. It was alright. When is HBO going to send us a check, by the way? Um, Because uh, you're really pushing One Missed Call and 27 Dresses, which is one that we're probably going to be reviewing soon. Um, But I just... I like looking I at him. I, I used love to like him, him, but in this, it didn't do anything to make me want to like him anymore. Like I felt him. bad for him a little bit, because I thought, you know, he does a fine job. Individual scenes and stuff when you're watching oh, real close. And I really like, he brings a certain credibility to it that you don't get in a lot of those movies with that. Because what he is in this movie is he's a cop uh, yeah. whose sister dies and then kind of is linked to all these other deaths. And so he's the authority figure who can come in and, you know, be the sort of rescuer person or whatever you know like she's just a college girl and probably imagining it all but he comes in and you're like oh yeah he he believes it he's gonna help her out and a lot of people can come into that role and because he keeps finding a cough sweet in people's mouths (laughs) i think it's a marble i don't know why they keep calling it candy it It was a cough sweet but like a locket i think they all had a sore throat (laughs) 
You mean a cough drop, mm-hmm. right? In uh, America, boy, we call it cough drop, not we, cough sweet. We call it cough sweet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he did bring something. He did bring... See, if he wasn't in it at all, then nobody would have been anybody you knew at all. Well, I'd seen her before, so I See, didn't I, know. I really, no. Well, to me, like... It, and I don't care about he that. He did bring so. something... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess when you're making a movie like this and you're trying to sell it, you having have somebody, somebody in it who at least some people know might help you a little bit. Maybe but. he's friends with the director guy or something. You're just making that up. I am. I said maybe. <laughs> because I can't imagine why he would do it unless somebody really sold it to him with this. It's a hip. Yeah. It's a great new idea. We're, we're linking the, or he the was horror just, genre with the cell phone. He phones. just hadn't made a film for a while and he was like, holy crap, I'm running out of money. Maybe his name's on the executive producer list. So, uh... We're not sounding very favorable here. Okay, let's go to... Anna. It was not a total loss of well, an hour and a half of time. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's a... It's not necessarily a bad movie. It's just an ordinary movie. Very ordinary. Um, but it doesn't mean that you wouldn't enjoy it because I'm sure you would. I mean, there's people who enjoy this kind and of. And there movie. are some creepy images that you go Ugh, like yeah. the the kind of the burned up dead baby with the cell phone that was kind of creepy. Just <laughs> different things. Um, well, let's move on to the next person in the uh, Anna Claudia. Oh. Talacon. Talacon. I'm not sure how to say it. She was just one of the people who. Which one was she? She was the girl who went on the reality show. She oh, was all right. Okay, okay, okay. Those uh, other people, we could probably ignore. She was a beautiful girl. Margaret Cho, however. Yeah, I know Margaret Cho. Comedy. Yeah. She was... Uh, Not very funny. She, no, she was actually really <laughs> cynical. and uh, Yes. Just the, she, she was, was the police lady who was mouthy. Like. Yeah. Um, and then other people were in it. I'm not going to mention the names. There's people who get killed. There's people who don't get killed because it is kind of a horror film. They're all pretty ordinary. Yes. And, and couldn't care less, and, hardly. I couldn't care any less. No. No. But let's not... I'm not... Like we were just saying, we're not totally slagging this no. movie off. Because it, it, it does have some redeeming things in it. I like the way it looks. Yeah, style was good. Yeah. Okay, the director's Eric Vallée. I think it is Vallée, yeah. And he, he directed... French movies, so every movie from France again. <laughs> every movie that's ever, ever made in France. Well, like, he didn't want to spell them all out, so, and I figured <laughs> you haven't seen them, I haven't seen them. So he's made a lot of French movies. Hey, how do you know? I might have seen them. You might have, being European as you are. Um, so. I, I get, uh, you know what I felt like a lot of times when I was watching it? It's kind of like film school 101. There are a lot of standard, um, like first time filmmaker things, you know, where he shows like an odd angle of a person's face from down below. Like, there's a lot of crooked scenes, yeah, crooked yeah. and the rain um, shimmering through the window onto a shadow on the ceiling. You kind of in a distorted, you know, I mean, there's a lot of like attempts at being artsy and different, and yet then you go back to the one shot where it's just uh, plain. And here's a weird, um, do you know, when we have these weird things every week where one movie links another movie, or yes. something links another movie. This director directed a TV series in France about Le Gougain, that Le Gougainer, whatever that was, from last week on Sweeney Todd. Right. He directed small episodes of that on TV. So that's where he gets his... Oh, I bet he felt really constrained then or whatever the yeah, word is. Yeah, so let's, if you didn't listen to last week's... Shame on you. Exactly. Sweeney Todd, we did Sweeney Todd the movie, and one of the extras was about an old Parisian... 
what would you say, like theatre technique? Yes. Which, mean, was like a, a, which was horror on the stage. Basically. On the stage, yeah. Um, so this guy actually directed horror on the stage, but on television. Right. So that's interesting. I was like, holy crap, <laughs> how things kind of work. Because I think we've had a connection nearly every week. Yeah, last week we didn't find one, but we probably could have. Yeah. Probably. Johnny Depp was probably the connection. <laughs> connected everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just looking. This guy's actually going to be making Clock Tower in 2008, which is another movie based on a Japanese horror mm. thing. So maybe he's getting into that realm. I don't like... I don't. I can't think of one off the top of my head, and you can probably correct me, and I'm sure that you would be happy to. A movie that's been made into an American movie from Japan or some other movie country that's good. You know what I mean? Um... No, not really. It's always. I mean, there probably are, and that just doesn't occur to me. But I, I remember always thinking, you know. Do you remember the movie The Host? Yeah, I don't want that to be remade. That's being remade now. That's a Korean kind yeah, of horror that's monster being made. movie. It'll be Cloverfield, it won't it? If guess... they make it for here, it'll be Cloverfield, like. Yeah. That's what they'll do. Kinda. To it. They'll make it all flashy and cool. Cloverfield wasn't flashy though. But it was in a cool way. But it wasn't cool. <laughs> well, I well I'll, that's another yeah. that's another podcast. Um, but yeah, this director don't know what to say with that. I didn't, you know, he didn't do a commentary for the DVD. We didn't get any extras. We never Are we saw moving him. on to the extras now because hmm? at the uh, end of the movie, I, I said the first thing I said was, "Do we do we have to watch the <laughs> do we okay, have to so, watch the extras?" So moving on to the DVD extras, there are none. Yeah, none at all. This is a Blu-ray disc too. There's none. There is. Scene selections, a pop-up menu. Oh, it's a Warner Brothers one, so there's no commercials or anything. The movie just starts. Always nice. Yeah. Um, there is no extras at all, apart from there is plenty of language options. Which is really funny, because we accidentally discovered something. We accidentally switched. I said to you, what is the, what was it called? The Eng- English track with descriptive... Yes. Something descriptive, and, and when you it turned on. it on, it was during the credits, and it was a guy reading, reading the, credit. the credits. And he was, and it, he was, like, like you know how fast credits roll; they roll quite fast. <laughs> it's pretty hard to read them all anyway. He was way behind. Oh, I didn't care. <laughs> I think I think if the movie would have ended, that language track would have ended half an hour later. Oh, definitely. If he was reading it all. He was like this: A Scully, as a Scully. Yeah. Edward Burns as <laughs> the cop. The cop guy. And they'd be like. College student number one. Yeah, he was. Jane. Re- College student number two. It was, quite- and it was just weird. Like, I never even knew that existed. And it then you said, cool. well, it's probably good for people. <laughs> and then I was thinking, and I'm thinking Why? that's really good. That's for a blind person who goes watching the movie, right? Yeah, but unless you're but the person on that A blind person limb. doesn't go watching the movie. That's for a blind person who goes listening to the movie. Right. That's what it's for. Yeah, but I'm thinking on the credits, though. Why would you sit and listen to the credits? Be why would a blind person need a Blu-ray? <laughs> Did you get what I'm saying? That's horrible. You could just buy the audio because tape. the sound's really good. Yeah, I guess you're horrible. That's a horrible thing to say. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god, Blu-ray's all about high definition oh picture, and, but the sound is better. Yeah, I guess. And if you're a blind person listening to this and you'd like to comment on that, go, please send him an email. <laughs> Don't send it to me. A Scully at a Scully but on the subject of sound, this actually had really good sound, nice surround sound, and there was some really interesting, like, it's a lot of weird things that scurry around in this movie, like um, creepy, <laughs> like behind <laughs> you, yeah, and it really does go behind you. It was pretty good that. Um, it wasn't scary, but it sounded good. No, I wasn't scared ever. I wanted That's to so bad. I remember the days when I was like a young 
teenager, early teens, when I was already watching, you know, Exorcist and Halloween and Friday the 13th. The Exorcist. Scares the It's the scariest movie ever made. And it still scares me. Still. That's I, what I, I want. I can't watch it on my own. I have not watched a movie in a long time. I can be creeped out. I can be kind of grossed out. I can be like, oh, God, that... Ugh, ugh. But nothing scares me. Like, after I watched this movie, if I were go in, to go into an abandoned, burned-out hospital, I wouldn't be afraid like there's dead spirits no. walking around. Now, when I was 12 and I watched this kind of movie... It would scare the shit out of me, and that would linger in my mind. And I would think about it every time I walked down a dark hallway. I would love to have that feeling again. I would love to be scared like that again. But every time I see one of these movies, it just does, just doesn't do it. Maybe I'm just jaded. Well, this one wasn't particularly scary. Creepy, where you where you go, oh, that's kind of nasty. Yeah. And those, like, you know those creepy insects that were in this? Those fat kind of millipedes? Yeah. Those freak me out. If those were on the floor here, they'd scare me more than that movie. Really? Because I thought Cause they were, horrible. like, really oh, harmless. I was almost climbing up my leg or something. Oh, God. They're all the big pussy... Andrew Zimmern would eat... Did you say pussy? Yeah, you know, they're full of pus. Pus. Okay. <laughs> so Andrew Zimmern would eat one of those, wouldn't he? And, and I'd yes. freak out, like... But yeah, I just, I just find them really disgusting, like... So, yeah, those kind of... They make me go, ugh, but they don't scare me. Right. You know? See, those didn't bother me at all. But that's what the, you know, Japanese try to do that with the... I tell yeah. you, one of the one of the scary... Well, not scary, but one of the things that made me repulsed was when they went into that horrible run-down flat and there was a rat in the sink. Yeah. That was horrible. Cause I was thinking... See, that was, one of the good, the that was one of the excellent sets, I thought. The way that it was set up, like yeah, to be all a mother who wasn't taking great care of her apartment and there was toys everywhere. And it wasn't just toys everywhere, like made up looking, although I'm sure it was, but I mean, it actually looked really good and creepy because of that abandoned effect where you've got rotting fruit on the table. Yeah, it was awful. Dirty dishes, a half-eaten sandwich, and then kids' toys, and it was like, uh, yeah, that was a little creepy, but that's just because of the realisticness of it. So, moving on to the conclusion of this movie, um, I would watch it, there's nothing to lose in watching it, but don't expect the world I, I can't actually slam it because it's not it's not like oh my god don't watch this never touch this for no 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 not at all in fact I think it is better than average of this type of movie genre if you like definitely if you it's like, not fantastic if you like stuff like Final Destination or even The Grudge or even The Host or just no I wouldn't put it in the class with The Host well The Host I guess is it's above, it's way above this but yeah. but either Grudge I'll Final tell you what, the, a perfect time one. to do this movie, get some other movies the like ring. it, on a rainy Saturday afternoon where it's kind of dark and rainy and watch three or four of yeah, them in a row, might, it would be really fun. It really would. Because you could sit and watch it with somebody who's the reactionary type, who goes like, Yeah, oh some my God. people will, will do that. Yeah. yeah. So some that would be fun. I'm not slamming it. It just is, uh, it didn't stir me up enough, I don't think. No. And it's, it is what it is. You'll probably see it on cable TV and you'll watch it and you'll think that mm. was okay yeah it was okay so a middle of the road kind of yeah a little higher than middle of the road I would say because it does look good sometimes and sounds good and it's got better performances in it than a lot of them do so it's really it's it's it's, it's just unfortunate it's, it's not like Sweeney Todd last week where we can't say enough good things exactly about it it's but it's also not like is this something we've really <laughs> hated say it isn't so Oh, God. It's also not that. 
See, I just put a bad taste in my mouth when you say that. <laughs> say it isn't so... That's horrible. Yeah, that's a bad movie. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, One Missed Call. Yeah. Um, boom. Moving on to... We'll, I might as well mention this. Oh, Sid Talks Podcast. Yeah. Go on then. You weren't going to mention it? No, I'm saying I was just going to fit something else in there, but go on. Okay. Sid Talks Podcast. Sid Talk Podcast. I've made uh, three episodes now. And you're welcome it's, to go It's not to like this podcast. Let's uh, no. let's get this clear. It's not a structured kind of... I'm afraid of what you're going to say. It's a different kind of deal to this, right? Yes. It's just me talking. Well, the first one is an, an interview with my nephew who's 11 talking about Star Wars. And I actually so, think that one's fantastic. So if you're a movie fan, you might like that one. Uh, yeah. I think that uh, if you like to hear a 40-year-old woman talk about self-esteem... <laughs> Is it me or is Go. it really hot in here? It's you? friggin' hot in here, man. Because I feel like I might have lost a few pounds after this podcast. I, Be pretty good. I feel like I do my shirt like this. You know? <laughs> we're in a we're in our office with the doors all closed. We've got two like super duper quad core <laughs> dual core computers pumping out the. And it's like 80, 75, 80 degrees yeah. outside, and anyway. the air conditioning is not on because we don't want our nice and listeners to hear. Somebody won't let us turn on the fan because it'll blow the microphone, so we're bloody yeah. hot. Well, if you if you anyway, back to my podcast. Yeah, you've got a podcast. I've got a podcast, and it's not going to be like the first three. I mean, it's going to be variety. Eventually, I'll have a structure, and I'll uh, do some specific things. But for right now, there's three of them out there. It's called Sid Talk, C-I-D-T-A-L-K. You can get on the Zoom Marketplace or FeedBurner. Soon, it'll be on uh Just go to SidTalk.com, and yeah. you'll see it in the top right corner. Yeah, because some other sites, like com haven't bothered to mention it or put a link to it or anything. So that's fine. That's fine. That is fine. I, I feel like it's a separate venture. <laughs> okay, so uh, what uh, podcast have you been listening to? I've been listening to, and this is just for the other people who like listening to stuff like me, uh, NPR, Hidden Kitchens, and NPR Kitchen Window. Just a couple of cool talking uh, interviews and stuff about food and food culture and food history and that kind of thing. The kind of in the old-fashioned radio style. Yes. And you like you you kind of likened it to me liking the Antiques Roadshow. So exactly. I said maybe I'm just an if old lady. If you like the Antiques Roadshow, you would like it. <laughs> I'm just like an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> and then I listen to CAG Foreplay, which I always like every week. So let's mention CAG Foreplay. So I'm going to insert a little clip in a second. Um, this, hmm. week, this week on CAG Foreplay... Um, which is Cheap Ass Gamers well it's the lead up show to their big show, the the big podcast at the end of the week but it's run by a couple called the Shipwrecks Mm -hmm. Um, you wrote in to them I did, I just wrote her a question because I wanted to I asked wanted to ask her a question about being a wife with a gamer husband and playing a game yourself and here is uh, what happened, what what they said this is Sid Talk okay, you didn't put that on there okay, Yeah. yeah it's right there at the end. Yeah. I have one question for Mrs. Shipwreck. When Shipwreck is watching you play a game and thinks you're having a problem, does he, quote, help? Never. Even if you don't ask for help, I love my husband, and when I truly need help and get frustrated, I will turn to him for sure. But when he just likes to come- chime in, it can be kind of um sweet and kind of all that good stuff, but annoying, I think is pretty much what she is <laughs> saying. Um, yeah, you... You don't usually do that because 99% of the time when you do, I end up dying two seconds later because of whatever you told me to do. 
Yeah, I. I That's how I lost that battle in cult in cult set. Yes, it <laughs> like is. play that card, and it turned <laughs> out that that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've learned not to do that so much anymore. Um, sometimes I find myself doing it, but it, it's usually on puzzle games. Yeah. Or something that involves strategy of some sort. I like to chime in. Yeah. And it really takes away the whole point of the game. Like when you're playing uh, Puzzle Quest and you're like, you've got a match right there. Or yeah. You've you got like a move to, up there. I like to point out. Make that move. Or the make that are. move. Or after you make a move and I see something else, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there have been whole Puzzle Quest games that I haven't really played. I've just done what you've told me to do. And at the end, I pretty much just hand you the controller and say, here, play mm-hmm. your own game. But apparently, uh, she has a podcast with her husband about movies. Movies. Yes. I actually listened to a little bit of it. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Um, but they are, they are not from around here. They have a little bit of a British or Australian or Ireland accent. <laughs> Those are three very different accents. They're not Ohioans. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, but they, they sound smarter than us. I'm sure that. Because they have that accent. I'm sure that a lot of people from, Overseas are probably like, they either have the Ohio, Iowa, Kansas <laughs> accent. So yeah, I'm sure it's like the same thing. But it, um, what, it, I think I have it on there with their, what, what their podcast is called. Um, yes. It's at, it's at www.ascully.com. That's A-S-C-U-L-L-Y. Yeah. And it's all about movies. Yeah. I think, uh, they were talking about, uh, the Sweeney Todd. That's, that's oh, what they had talked about in the last that. podcast. Did they like it? Uh, I didn't get that far into it because I haven't seen it yet. So. Oh, because you didn't. Yeah, that makes sense. You didn't want to. I'm not sure. I, I'll, I'll listen to their a full episode of theirs. And I'll but yeah, we that. love, um, what's his name, the director? Tim Burton. Yeah. yeah. And therefore, if you like Tim Burton, you really kind of have to like Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. So, yeah, we'll be seeing that. Okay, so um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was, think. Well, that's the you, you're kind of like trying to pimp us on the uh, CAG network. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just no, joking. see, that's totally against what I even thought at all. No, so I'm I don't just want. Joking. I'm I know, joking. but that's totally not what I wanted anybody to think because I didn't put the mention it or anything that you know to listen I'm, to our just, podcast just or anything. Joking. I know, but that's what people will think, and that was not my intention. No, um, I'm. What, what I was getting at was on. Uh, Show number two, I believe, on our show number two, we uh, was mentioned on the CAG cast. Yes. Another time, I didn't mean anything. No, no, right? I, I, that, that was, uh, <laughs> um, no. The uh, on the when we got mentioned on that one, they didn't even mention our URL. No, but on this one, they did. But I didn't get many hits from it, so <laughs> I don't know how. Um, yeah, it wasn't my intention. So, uh, so moving on to. The Food Geek. Oh, that's another podcast, yeah. He's alright. I like him. He's a geek, is he? Does he do... Kind of geeky, but not like Alton Brown, no. Geeky in the sort of picky... um, Likes to pick things apart. You just have to listen. It's called The Food Geek. Thefoodgeek.com. You can find him on Zoom Marketplace. And uh, I was just trying to think of anything else I have been listening to podcasts. I did download Revision 3's new podcast called Pop Siren, which is aimed at women. Would Which, I like it? No. It's really, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. It's, really, it's pretty pretentious. There is actually a really good section in it, which I'd like to just see on its own. And she's like a hot chick who's actually a scientist, for real. like a, um, And she does a science experiment in a small three-minute clip 
each week. And those are really cool. Is she, she naked? No. She's wearing a white coat and glasses. Oh, like so a that porno scientist. A, that makes her a real scientist. <laughs> but no, she's a real scientist. You can tell uh, what she's saying is legit. And she Maybe does some, she's a really good actress. She does some really cool science experiments. She did one with a... She got a pipe, a really long pipe, and put a gas pipe inside it and lit it so you've got small gas flames coming up in a big long line. And then she played different frequencies from a subwoofer. And the flames danced to the music like a graphic equalizer. Really? Yeah, so you could actually set one of those up in, she would say, not inside, obviously. But you could make one, put it outside. You just need a, you know, a can of uh, gas that you use for a barbecue. Yeah. You run it along a pipe and it, it, with loads of holes in Metal it. Metal pipe. And it, yeah, and they come up, the, the things. But then you connect your MP3 player to a set of speakers with a subwoofer. And then she had an interface that connected it to the pipe. Well, it, it actually, it doesn't need to be connected to it. It's just the actual noise. Hmm. So she, like an equalizer. She, yeah, she played some music. I have to show you. But she played like a, a piece of music, like some funky music. And the whole thing dances to it just like a graphic equalizer, but flames. Interesting. So as you were saying, it's to do with the resonance of and, and the pressure of gas. It changes the pressure of gas, the actual noise. Hmm. So you get these dancey... But it looked really cool. Like a caveman equalizer. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But it's to- post-fire caveman. But it equalizer. would look cool, I imagine, if you put them around your garden and had a big party. It would look cool. We're not it. advocating that because it sounds highly dangerous. But I mean, you know, you're a grown-up. I'm assuming so. Do what you want. But yes, yeah, it's that section of that pop siren show is cool. The rest of it I could do without really. So she just needs to have her own show. I'll just scientists. have you watch it every week and then tell me stuff. Yeah, I'll just cut the scientist <laughs> girl part out. Um, so that's a Revision 3 podcast. You can grab it on their site. Um, let's move on to Contest. In the Name of the King will be giving that one away tomorrow. That contest is over pretty much. We'll have a new one next week, which I'm not sure what it'll be yet. Uh, what we are playing. Nothing. Um, well, I've been... Me, nothing. You, nothing. And I've been trying to pass the time before GTA <laughs> is released. Grand Theft Auto is released next Tuesday, not this Tuesday, the Tuesday after, so we're looking at another week. I finished Bully, like I said, so I moved on to this week. Played some Call of Duty 4, which is kind of, which is cool, after going back to it after a while. And played some of the Simpsons game. Oh, right. Which was average. A lot like GTA. No. <laughs> like GTA, but all yellow and there's donuts. <laughs> Um, Other than that, they're very similar, is that you're saying? No. <laughs> but anyway, GTA is out next week. Now, you have to admit, on the Simpsons game, they do they they are basically taking the piss out of loads of different kinds of video game things, or paying homage yeah, to lots of... Yeah, it's funny. So, there's, every time you went Grand, around a different... Grand Theft Scratchy was one of them. Yeah, exactly. And there's loads of little video game nods and things. So, if you're playing it just for kitsch value, then definitely. It I actually is good. really funny. There's a level... It's an EA game. And EA know they're a big monolith in the industry. And they make fun of themselves because there's a whole level which is the EA. It's a big factory that makes EA games. And it's all taking the piss out of EA. Like It's all like, let's stamp a thing on here and make this a collector's edition. And yeah, and it's real hype. All the hype that EA likes. So yeah. it was good. I thought it was fun so to watch. there was some funny parts in it. Uh, and it's all done by the real Simpsons people. Right. It does look just like you're watching the show. Yeah. So, I'd recommend that one. 
while you're passing the time. But uh, GTA is in one week. <laughs> Round of applause, everybody. Okay, so that's it, pretty much. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate every single download. Go to our websites, uh, ascully.com, A-S-C-U-L-L-Y.com, for written versions of these podcast reviews, which are posted every Wednesday. Yeah, it's not a version of this, is it? I try to say different things, so it's different. Yeah, it's not a transcript of this. It's no, no. A, it's the... It's a completely different... This is the companion to that. Here's how it works. We do this. I talk it all out. Then I sit down and I stare at the thing because I'm like, well, crap, I've already said everything. So I have to think of something else to say. Which is fun because you get two different... So <laughs> if you have if you didn't get what we were saying about this movie today, you can go back on Wednesday yeah, and see Yeah, because on happens. Tuesday or Wednesday when maybe I do it, write maybe it, you've changed. my point of view will maybe will be, it will have marinated maybe, in my mind. Maybe it's the best movie you ever saw <laughs> by then. Highly unlikely. So you can also go to... SidTalk.com. C-I-D-T-A-L-K. For Sid, for Sid Talk's new podcast and to read also her I have all stories. kinds of things. And you can subscribe to either... Podcast. After the show or Sid Talk's podcast on iTunes, on the Zoom Marketplace. I mean, the Ace Scully cast is on iTunes and Zoom Marketplace. You're not yet, but not you will yet. be. And RSS feeds... You can email me at aschoolyaschoolyacom. You can email you at sidtalk at sidtalk.com. And that's this week in After the Show Land. And <laughs> let's say, while while I'm talking about games, Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. Mine broke. My Xbox 360 red ringed. I think I talked about it last week. When did it red ring? I'm just trying to look at the date. It red ringed on Friday the... 11th of April I phoned Microsoft Uh, they sent me a box to send it back which arrived on Monday the 14th of April I put it in the box three days later I put it in the box and shipped it back the same day and I received my Xbox repaired on the 18th of April one week turnaround yeah um, so, Thanks to one person too, me. I took it straight back to mail it on. Yeah, but, but um, if you had delayed at all, so we took no time. In no, there. we had it back within right. the hour of getting. They delivered it in the morning. <laughs> we had it back in the mail by afternoon. Yeah. So this isn't going. I'm not saying that Microsoft are going to do this for you because <laughs> this was my eighth broken Xbox, and that was the reason I got the overnight turnaround, I believe. But if you are on your more than one broken Xbox. It doesn't hurt to mention that and that you're actually not really that happy because it seems things happen because I got it within a week back. Yeah. And and it is that. It's the same one but with new guts in it's it. It's a fixed one. It's got a brand new drive. I imagine it's got a brand new everything inside because it works. It's and not, it hasn't crapped out yet. No. It might do in this room though because it's pretty hot. It's very hot. <laughs> I think it's time to go. It's like a sauna in here. Okay, so um, I don't know what to say. That's it. Thank you very much. Stay classy... Uh, evil spirits self, evil spirit in the cell phone stuff <laughs> and think for yourself because if you don't do it someone else will do it for you nice thing thank you